From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Think of Wild Outdoors, Big Gun, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, Steve Prairie Doggin in the studio. What? Prairie Doggin. You pop your head in every once in a while and scream <laughs> obscenities at us and then leave. It's like, uh, <laughs> boom, mic drop. He's out of here. Prairie Doggin. See? <laughs> He's trying to teach you still. He'll be uh, later on. What? He hasn't they... given up on you completely. Oh, that's, yeah, sure. There you go. Yeah, you heard the man earlier. He told Diego he should leave now and save himself. <laughs> get out! Get out! Why you get out? Why you can, kid? Save yourself. Uh, he'll be on. Uh, what is it? Ten? Ten to whatever on uh, Q one hundred five today? What do you? Ten to noony? Ten to one? Ten to three? What? I can't hear you. He doesn't have you turned up or anything. So whatever. I'll what? be on ten to two. But that's what I said. So I'm gonna to bug two. you for another hour. Prairie dogging. <laughs> ten to two. Prairie dogging. Kind of, no, I guess that's another well, whole thing. I was gonna say something else, but not. Yeah, yeah I know there you, were. you go. <laughs> Never mind. I know you were. It was dangerous enough for me to even mention prairie dogging to you. As yeah. Because <laughs> then it was gonna be something about turtles and stuff, and I was like, nope, we're not going there. Big lizards. Big big lizards too. Now I will ask you this: You've never gone out prairie dogging. You never shot prairie dogs. Did uh, you? You were yeah, a groundhog. I have when we lived out west when I was young. Oh, well, yeah, but when not, you were an Air no, Force never brat. I Montana or Wyoming anywhere. Where were you when you were an Air Force brat out there doing that? You were at Edwards? Where were you? Uh, at Edwards, at Travis Air Force Base in Northern California. We were at Edwards. Man, that's like all planted hunting out there because that's all four million acres that nobody can go on unless you're Air Force family. So, we, you know, we I'd be out there hunting gold and old mining towns and mountain lines run by. It'd be nice to have about a four million acre uh, private lease out there. Until <laughs> till you make the wrong turn, because they give you a map, because that's a top secret test base. The, the, yeah, yeah. And me and the master sergeant did that one day, and look, like cars came screeching in from everywhere. <laughs> then you become the hunted. He, uh, remember the show Rat Patrol a long time ago? Yeah, they shot that there. Really? We'd see the old uh, German towns that they'd set up and stuff, and and the guy with the glasses that drove the jeep. Uh, just one of the drivers, basically. He got bit by a big, giant rattlesnake out there, and they rushed him to the Air Force Hospital. Hmm. Big, giant rattlesnake out west? I find that hard to believe. Yeah, there's some Listen, big... Uh, that one re-ran over the time in Bushel? Oh, yeah. Ran over it with a four-ton truck, and the thing just crawled to the other side of the road. That thing was bigger around as my leg. It's the only time, I think, in my entire life that I actually did witness a rattlesnake flip us off and then keep going. That thing, that thing was eight or nine feet. I'm not kidding. Anyway. It was enough. It was big enough to where it actually went like boom, boom, over the truck. And, and we're, we're stopping to look at what we just killed, and he's gone. He's he, just going in the bushes. He just flipped us off. Is and that went, all you got? See you later. <laughs> on that sugar sand, I think it just kind of like smushed him down in the sand, and he just kept right on going. He was like, "Yeah, whatever. Well, I got stuff to do. Later, I'm out of here." Well, now I know that you used to do some. Uh, 
Uh, not only that, but Jack Rabbit, but weren't you also a groundhog uh, slayer back in the no, day? No, we were hunting uh, uh, beep beep roadrunners sometimes. Do you yeah. eat those? You don't eat those, do you? But, you know, that's good target practice when you're young. <laughs> and the jackrabbits you can't eat out there because they're full of worms, or they were back then. I don't know about now. Mm-hmm. Hi, we ate jackrabbits out in... Well, that's your family, though. You, you think worms yeah. are like a condiment. <laughs> he, 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 he turns around and he's like, Seasoning. man, we can pull these out and fish with them. Darn right. <laughs> Garlic cloves. But, but, I mean, me and my dad one time, he, he, you know, he was a coin collector, and we go through these old uh, mining towns that were there 150 years ago. And he actually found a big wedding band that day. It was beautiful, solid gold. It was so soft you could smush it. And a, and a big mountain lion came out from under a piece of tin and ran right between us. <laughs> well, see, and we worry about alligators. Well, you know, that desert's a mean place out there because Edwards is like right on the edge of Death Valley. So yes. That's a, that's a crazy place to live anyway. My mom cried all day the day we got there. She's like, I, I'm, I'm getting a divorce and going home. <laughs> Tennessee girl, but I was. There's it. no trees. There's no bushes. There's no nothing here. First day I was there, I come riding up on my. Uh, I had a little dirt bike, a little one. Of course you did. And uh, I had a Gila monster in my hand. I didn't know what it was. I told my dad, I'm like, look at this biggest lizard I ever. He's like, drop that thing. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know what it was. And then I was just reading the not. other day that that's like the most painful bite in the wild is a Gila monster. Nice. Well, you know, the Lord protects the idiots out there. That's well, for did. sure. I you mean, did. we've we've all done it. Uh, my mother used to always tell the great story how I walked up with my hands cupped one day, and I said, Mom, look at this bug I caught. And I had, like, a black widow in my hand. And she's just like, pow, hit the bottom. I'm like, get that out of here. Another bite you don't want. Yeah, and I was like, what? I, it was shiny black, and it really looked cool. Look at that it's thing. Just it's just sitting awesome. here. It's about okay. little boys that we just see stuff that's dangerous and go, I'm going to pick that up and take it home. And we all lived. That's the amazing part. I mean, of I it. had horn toads, you know, for pets out there. Yeah, but I just I, thought, I man, look at this those. cool lizard with all the great color. I'm taking this bad boy home. Yeah, <laughs> Gila monster. Sure, why not? Pet it. Yeah, I just call him Healy for short. Sorry to cowpoke or uh, prairie dog or whatever it was I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite acceptable. It's all right. Now, I was going to ask you this because I know you didn't hear it because you weren't here, but last hour we talked about. Uh, what was it, Tind- which Air Force Base is Tindall. it? Tyndall. Air Force Base uh, up there is now using uh, those robotic dogs to patrol the area. Did you hear anything about Have you seen those? No, good idea, though. It's those, like, ones that you see, like, that they can walk good. and run yeah. and jump up on something. What's wrong with that? I'm Not just saying it's, it's pretty awesome that uh, now you got these... Robotic oh, nice. dogs patrolling but, uh, Air Force bases. That's Nellis Air Force Base. Well, that that's the, but Tyndall's just getting them. But they turn around. One of the stories I heard is they were going to use those in lieu of the dogs, so that the dogs could do more important jobs, like bite people that yeah. are on the base illegally. <laughs> well, that's what I was or wondering. sniff them out or well, things like that. What is the more important job than than security patrol? For the dog. I don't know, but I tell you, man, I'm, I don't know if they're all like that. I lived at Travis and Hunter and Edwards and, and a bunch of bases when I was a kid. But, I mean, there's nothing like security at Edwards. that You're not getting anywhere. I mean, that's right next door to Area 51. And, and, and my dad, you know, we'd drive him down to the flight line and watch the Jeep just go off in a hole. So but, I don't know what they were doing out there. Lots of creepy stuff. I but. always love the story that Steve tells about how uh, – you know, there was a lockdown. There was a curfew. You had to be in your homes at a certain time. And, uh, you know, I mean, literally, if you were out five minutes past that, you know, you were they didn't take you home. 
Once they picked you the off the street. The precursor to 2020. They took you off the street. They took you to, like, the... Well, no, I mean, this is Edwards. They were flying stuff at night. Yeah. And it wasn't for adults. I mean, my dad, you know, he's a chief master sergeant. He'd go wherever he wants anytime. But kids had to be in the house 9 p.m. And that didn't mean 9.02. It meant 9 p.m. in the house. So one night, of course, I went over to see this blonde chick that lived next door. <laughs> And they had civilian employees, and she was a German girl, which oh, I yeah. found very attractive. Oh, good and so I'm over there hanging out with her, and I look at my watch, and I go, oh, crap, 902. So I start running for my house, one house away, and floodlights hit me. Stop right there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> so instead of letting me walk 50 feet to my front door, my dad's at work. They take me down to the air police station and call him. Of course. Well, nice. My life's over. I'm going to die right here tonight before 11 o'clock. There's plenty of places oh boy, to bury a body. In, <laughs> that look. How's Helga doing? <coughs> yeah, she never called him back, I'm sure. I never uh, I never did that again. <laughs> and, you know, I could have jumped the fence. I don't I'm know sure. what I was thinking there. We had a rock fence. I'm like, why didn't I just jump the fence instead of getting out on the street? You weren't thinking. You still had German girl on your mind. I, I was thinking, but it was the other head. Yeah. I'm, yeah <laughs> and, uh, like I said, you had German girl on your mind. It's a totally different way but of that thinking. But that was the best part about living there is you had all these uh, foreign civilian employees with the hot daughters. Apparently. And they were worth going to jail for. The father would go, you need to go home now. Do not come back to my house without your papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the world of COVID. It's all good. Uh, So anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, If if you hadn't seen it, uh, uh, go check it out. It's uh, you can go look him up on there. Sorry, I sorry I interrupted you with horse roping or cow poking or whatever I was doing. Prairie dogging. Well, for him, any little squirrel will take him all over the place. Place. Yep. Well, that's true. (laughs) Squirrel. And Steve is pretty notorious for it as well. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. We're gonna take a break. Make them all outdoors. We come back, FWC. Yeah, FWC News. Bill George's been chomping at the bit over there like a racehorse on race day. Ready to go. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Before we get to uh, Bill George, the FWC would like to remind you that during these times of these freezing cold temperatures that we are now experiencing in the state of Florida through these cold fronts. It's no longer 90. Just pretend that, uh, you know, you got to take it easy and uh, manatees will be uh, looking for warmer water. So uh, take it easy on them while you're out there. Uh, Watch out for the sea cows. Ripping across the, uh, the flats of uh, Tampa Bay or whatever it is you're out there doing. Um, but uh, I think the water temperature is still 70 and some change, so I don't think we have to worry about them too much. But on the other hand, the FWC, we have some things coming up. We have another commission meeting coming up pretty soon, which you can actually uh, uh, jump in on again. Are they teletyping, televisizing, or whatever they're calling it these days? They turned around, and uh, this was supposed to be the first one back in person, and when I looked on the website last night this morning 
it is set to be a teleconference one again. So yeah, good and bad. Okay, um, the nice thing the nice thing with that is um, anybody who can go, you don't have to travel, you don't have to take a, a complete day off work or anything like that. If you can listen to it online, you can call in and actually put your comments in um, without having to to make that trip. The downside is a lot of the work that I do is done person-to-person, face-to-face. It's not the work that gets done in front of the microphone or anything like that. It, it's, it's meeting with the staff and the people who are actually putting the rules together to put in front of the commission. It's lobbying. Work. Yes. Um, so uh, that I, I truly miss. So, Oh, I hate to say but, it. With everything that's been going on with the COVID stuff and everything else, that I think that's going to be a wave of the future for everybody is everything's going to go to a tele. Well, we were supposed to. The governor had opened it back up to allow us to do it, and then the numbers uh, have been going back up, so I don't know if they reverse course. I, I will turn around. The commission meeting isn't until December 16th and 17th, so that's, that's a little couple weeks away. But this is the annual cycle for hunting rule changes. There's a there's an idea a period of time in which they have ideas out there and people put comments in and this is what I'd like to see and and then it goes through and staff kind of picks through those and they come up with a rule change package at the December 16th 17th meeting on the 17th they will actually be discussing the draft rules and presenting draft rules to the commissioners for for that, but right now they're still in a period in which they've been taking comments. If you go to myfwc.com, hunting, and not, when you go there on the top, there's a banner that's been going around. There's there's been two surveys they've been having people take. One is on the hunting rule changes, and the other one is on restricted hunting areas. So those are two things where you can go put your comments out there. Uh, they currently don't have their their draft language out there for people to look at, which always drives me crazy uh, because they wait to the last minute to put it out there. So you can't really f- say exactly what you want to say because you can't really see what's there for the average person. Somebody like myself would just email or call somebody and say, hey, what, what's in there right now? What do you have in there? But uh, You'll find out. But <laughs> we have, we to, have pa- to pass it. Pass the bill before we know what's in the bill. But, but there's a couple things that's in there with going on is the annual rule changes, things with wildlife management areas. But in addition to that, they're, they're looking to formalize the CWD rule and put a, a draft rule in place um, for it to be tweaked a little bit. I, I don't see their current language, but I have a little bit of hope personally in there because it talks about not being able to bring in whole carcasses. And my pet peeve has been I, I like to turn around and leave a leg bone in or a shoulder bone in, not not completely dismember it. Um, and, and if I want to cut steaks and I want a little bone in my steak, that's what I want. Um, very low probability of CWD, but... In their past thing, they've they've been trying to move more towards completely deboned Boning meat it. and allowing zero bones in. In addition to that, they were allowing you to bring your cape in in the draft rule that they had been working on for over a year is allowing you to bring your cape in, 
but you had to have your cape completely defleshed. And I didn't quite understand that. I said, why does my cape have to be completely defleshed if I can bring the flesh in itself? Why can't it? I still have it, some of it attached to the hide and let the taxidermist turn around and deflesh, yeah. <laughs> deflesh my hide. But and the, some of that stuff is like, well, that, that makes a really good point. You but know. that has nothing to do with spinal fluid or anything else where CWD C- is located. The, so I, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. In, in, the, in the scheme of thing with CWD, there's high-risk parts and there's low-risk part. Your flesh is low-risk, but believe it or not, your lymph node, which resides in amongst Most the flesh, flesh. Right. Is, a high pro- is a higher concentration of the prion as well as the spine and the brain. So, uh, you know, I have no problem conceding spine. Don't need to bring in a spinal column. Take your back straps off. Leave the spine intact. Boom. Clean the skulls. Do all the other stuff. Your caps, all that thing. That's all good. I do believe that some people will have a hard time caping out and 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 fleshing out a head yeah. for a taxidermist. I, I do believe that that's going to be harder for people, um, you know, Personally, for me, as long as you, I think there should be a provision put in place. If you're bringing it to a, a taxidermist that has a certified, and a, we find a way to make sure that, you know, certain taxidermists are properly disposing of all their, their stuff, that you could bring a skull into that taxidermist knowing that it's not going to be discarded into the land, you know, but... Into a landfill. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can discard it into a landfill. As long as it's lined and da 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 yeah, and everything yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Oh. you got to have all the other rules that are yeah. uh, involved. You but, can't just go bury it in the backyard. But, but the CWD thing, when they, when they do a lot of these rules and they do the surveys, I always suggest people actually email the commissioners, which is really simple. There's a link on their website about emailing the commissioners, and you can this do it. This is true. Because they write a survey, you know, and... Do you want to see CWD in in our land, you know, here? No. No, no, no you does. don't. But when you turn around and you do it, they'll end up saying to the people, like the commissioners, yes, the hunters are very supportive of this. They don't want CWD here. But, no, we're not all real supportive of not being able to bring in a leg bone or something, you know, certain things. But, you know, they, they lump it all in together that you're you're generally supportive and – yeah, I, I, it just drives me crazy someday. So this meeting that we can do uh, tele via tele whatever it is, uh, Zoom whatever you want to call it. When is it happening again? December sixteenth and seventeenth. The hunting portion is on the seventeenth. Okay, and you'll be able to watch on the Florida Channel if it is teleconferenced. It'll be always it's always on the Florida Channel for the most part. I don't know but where they you know if that exists. I don't even know where to find the Florida yeah. Channel. All you got to do is go to Google, search for the Florida Channel and it'll come up and it'll say, "Here's what's playing live today. Click on it and it, you'll be right in on the commission meeting." But there'll be times in which you can call in. They'll also have a a a regular teleconference type like meeting thing where they have that. And then there's telephone numbers. That's this time they're done talking about the CWD rule and they'll say, okay, anybody arrested call into this telephone number. They give you a telephone number and a code to put in once you get in there and you'll be put into a queue to talk and you get to, you know, 
this last time they were back up to three minutes for a little while. They had put us down to two, but now they're back up to three minutes. Um, giving you up to three minutes to actually talk. In addition to that, that sounds on, like a long time, but it is not. It very is long. not a long time. It goes by in the blink of an eye. Special. So you better have your ducks in a row and ready to go when you're ready to speak. In addition to that, on the 17th, there's public comments for things that aren't on the agenda, which means anybody can turn around. And if you have something that is not a, a topic of that commission meeting, you can turn around yeah. and... Or as I there. like to say, the day that uh, Bill and Chuck like to kick the rocks in the water and get all the... Uh, <laughs> Antis going about certain things. But, yeah, but I will say, good, bad, or indifferent, we can disagree on things. But you have actually a voice and an ability to to lobby for your position. Yeah. Okay. Which is a good thing. Which anytime people truly have a voice, I I believe if we all come together and we all talk about it and discuss it, we're going to come out with a better product than if I just had your view or just have Braden's view or just have my view. Yes. We're going to come out with a better product. And that's, that's what it is. And unfortunately, and it's frustrating to some of us that, you know, I got a lot of people out there who, who want to complain and do this and that, but yet they never turn around and, put their voice to where they could actually be heard by the people making the decisions. And, and Florida's great in the fact that we do have that ability to get up there and speak. Well, it's and like you told and, me about emailing the commissioners. Yes. And you can do it. And, and we, there's a surprising few hunters that even, or even general fishermen that go out there and participate in these meetings. i got to ask you this. Uh, you know, I do the surveys quite often when they send them to me. Are those involved in these commission meetings whatsoever, or are yes, those totally that, separate no, entity no. whatsoever? They are given statements like, it's like when you took the, the thing on CWD, you answered. Right. And then I told you how your answers were going to be presented. Right. And you're like, that's not what I w intended. And it's like, but that's what you answered. That's when I learned that when at the bottom of it, when it says extra comments, you, you write. make sure you write your comments right in there. If you go... Yes, I agree that I don't want CWD in the state, but I do think that we should be allowed to do blank, 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 blank. Yeah. Put your little caveats there, because otherwise they'll just take it as, like well, you pointed out, well, they all agree with us. Well, when we come back, I want to talk about areas you can't hunt. Nah. You're going to be restricted. So you're saying I can't hunt squirrels in Fossil Park anymore? Fire it up, boys. I didn't say that. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. everybody it's the big and wild outdoors bring gun jonathan swindle bill george diego in the studio today hanging out uh just a few few days away from thanksgiving looking forward to it i think we're gonna uh maybe go over to bart's and hopefully he won't be sous a turkey 
But you know, why, I'll why give do it a shot. Why do you say you don't want them to survey a turkey? I like my. Why turkeys, would you not? I like my turkey smoked or fried or. Doesn't you know. mean you can't smoke it. I mean, Robert over at Smoke and Aces smokes the wings and then flash fries them. Yeah, well, that's different. There, there, no, there are people out there who are smoking a brisket just for a little bit, get the smoke in it, and then souvet it. What? You yes. Would, you would do it the other way around. No, I would, I no, would think. no, no, no. Well, anyway, Listen. no matter what, it's going to be a good time had by all Thanksgiving. I know that uh, I, I have, have to get one of these souvet things. <sighs> oh, you can't handle it. I uh, talked to my I can't. <laughs> you can't handle it. Wow. I talked to my sister out in California. <laughs> Uh, you know, I asked her, I said, how are things going out there? What are you guys going to do for Thanksgiving? She said, same old, same old, just like we always do. Well, and I said, well, your governor kind of put the kibble. And he goes, our governor apparently doesn't know that, uh, the, the, uh, the Latino and Spanish community that lives within the confines of his state, they are going to go and visit family. <laughs> yeah. She said, we'll probably have 57 people in the backyard alone. Standing around the fire pits and the smokers and everything else, all standing around just uh, chewing well, the fat. Well, right unfortunately, their governor doesn't seem to abide by the same rules that he likes to push on oh, everybody. No. So. Oh, no. It's not good for the goose. It's only good for the gander. It's all good. Not in my world. But uh, she's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You are not going to keep the Latino Spanish that community dog ain't going to hunt from uh, from family gatherings. I'm sorry, only five of you can go. So uh, yeah, it's going to be. A typical Thanksgiving out there, and they're going to have a great time. And we hope you do, too. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little FWC, seeing yep. what's going on with that. Bill George has uh, got more on his I, I sheet got, of paper over there. I, I do, I do. There's another topic that's out there, and I mentioned it briefly earlier, restricted hunting areas. Yeah. Now, when I saw that on your list, I I assumed oh, boy. military bases and oh, swift no. mud property. No, 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 no. This is So I did legal. make I did make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. No, this is this is places like let's say the side of Lake Istapoca. Okay. Okay. The houses don't like you duck hunting. Okay. Tampa Bay. Let's let's use Pinellas County as an example. People don't like you duck hunting off of their bay because it's their bay. And so they try and get a, a you not to be able to hunt. Well, you could legally hunt there because it's sovereign submerged lands. You That's know, true. It, 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 yeah. you can legally hunt there. Well, there's there's a movement of trying to create in, in any areas that you're not allowed to hunt are controlled through FWC. And so. There's this rigorous process, but I'm not for restricting any hunting unless there is a safety reason, okay? Yes. If there is a safety reason, I could turn around. I don't think if you can't legally, whether or not there's ducks or not in a canal, if you can't legally shoot and get your shot to stay in a legal zone. Without hitting a window or a car. Or or, you you know. don't need to be hunting there. Yeah. And I can say, okay, that's an, that's. That can be a known hunt, no hunting area. Any smart human being would probably uh, know that okay. right off the bat. But the, if I can go out there and set up a clay pigeon thrower, yeah, and shoot clay pigeons, I shouldn't have my rights to hunt in that same place restricted because somebody's offended. Yeah, pretty much by that. Okay, right. I e Tampa Bay. If I, you know, there, there's there's parts of Tampa Bay that they are very much offended by any gunshot they hear. 
okay? But I could legally, if FWC had granted them a restricted hunting area, I could be restricted from hunting the ducks, but I could go out there and instead of shooting steel shot at a duck, I could be out there shooting lead shot at a clay pigeon. Legally. That is true. Okay? Which so, I've seen several times. And that's part of my thing is I'm... Uh, you need to be setting up restricted areas based upon safety concerns, not based upon the desires of one group of individuals over the rights and desires now, of another group. we moved down here. We've worked really hard for our retirement. We're moving down here, and we don't want to have no gunshots. Well, <laughs> on, on no, the, no, the, on the ones the, that, are, that get I me know. is the dogs that are traumatized. Yeah. The dogs are traumatized, but yet the guy has a dog sitting there waiting for the gun to go off to go, let me go. Yeah, just because your pookie doesn't like the loud noise doesn't mean that a uh, little rover here in the boat doesn't. Now, but that also goes hand in hand, not just when it comes to the duck areas, but uh, small patches of land that may be intertwined between subdivisions and areas where there are large masses of land that wind their way through these uh, these groups of homes that are stuck out Wooded in the areas. middle of nowhere. And, of course, I can understand you don't want people out there ripping off a 30-odd six round out there, but why would you not, re- why would you not let people go out there and bow hunt? Or, well, or, even, or even perhaps... Well, all I have to do... Even perhaps using a subsonic, uh, suppressed, uh, small-caliber rifle, like, say, maybe a forty four mag or maybe even something uh, in the lines of uh, two forty three. Or something like that, where you're going to shoot something in a pistol cartridge, or a cartridge that's not going to be over high, super high velocity, where you know that if you hit or hit the ground or something like that, it's not going to travel very far, especially yeah. if it's subsonic. Well, you know what I mean. All I know is take the time when the rule draft stuff gets out there. Take a look at what's in there, and like i said i'm i'm not for setting up areas in which i can have my hunting rights restricted but yet i can legally discharge a firearm okay uh, if you're if it's a safe area to discharge a firearm what got you on this uh, tear? What did you hear or read or something or have been just, suggested just, that uh, just take the time to go out there and look at it put your two cents in no, but I mean, see, where did you see that where they were talking about but restricted areas you, over there? If that? you turn around, it's on the this draft. It's coming up on draft, but there's a whole questionnaire about it on the hunting side. Okay. When you go to my FWC hunting, yeah. there's a thing in there to take a survey, and it's this is how the anti have been attacking the hunters one other way. Okay. Yeah. It, it, they they every chance they have a. To nick off a little piece, you yeah. know, it's like the boulder. You keep chipping off a corner, chipping off a piece, chipping Pound off a piece. You keep pounding on that rock, and they just turn around. And, and sooner or later, it's gone. It, yes. Pa- pounding on the rock, then all of a sudden, you go back out there to go hunting, and you yeah, can't hunt. And you can you hunt everybody... in the middle of the lake with no vegetation, but the sides? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> How about if I get on the sides and shoot towards the middle of the lake? How would that be? Would that oh, be no, much that's better? safe. But oh, yeah. no, you might be illegal. Yeah, because I scare Pookie. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Miffy is traumatized. <laughs> ah, she can't go outside and piddle anymore because of the boom booms. Scares oh. my dog. So all I, all I want is, especially if it's, a, if it's a thing, and at this commission meeting, public comments, if you want to keep a trout or a redfish or a snook and you think the closure's been going on long enough, 
Call them up and tell them. Yeah. You have a voice. Yeah. No, I understand. Let them have it. I've been screaming about that for years, man. Especially when it comes to those small patches of wood between subdivisions. I don't understand why they don't let me go out there with a suppressed uh, Ruger deer slayer and go out there and pippity-pip on hogs and deer all day. Do you have a suppressed Ruger deer slayer? I got the deer slayer. All I got to do is... I've been waiting for that permit to come down and cause. That's all you got to do is uh, get out there and get her done. Mm-hmm. Nothing to put some threads on the end of a barrel, my friend. It's ha- have fun easy. getting one. Well, yeah, I mean, I have one already, but I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be a 357, it could be a 44 mag, it could be a small pistol cartridge and go out and go to 10 millimeter. What's wrong with that? 41 mag. Hello. It all works. All right, taking a quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by the fine and wonderful folks out there at Brandon Ford, your number one Ford dealer. They're there for a reason because they give you the best deals, got the best products. Go check them out today if you're in the mood for a new car or truck, especially for Mama, maybe for Christmas. It'd be a good time to go get a good deal. Go see our boys over at Brandon Ford. We'll be back. Don't forget if you uh, mention or miss the show, anytime you can always go back and uh, go to uh, bigandwild.com, bigandwild.com, and we, check we, for the past shows, that kind we, of thing like that. We thought last week's might have been lost with the power glitches and that, but it appears that Diego has found it. What? Yes. The miracle boy. Yes. And I had so many people ask him, well, tell me when that podcast is up. I want, I, I, I only caught this part. And I, it, I was, my mom told me she was sitting there and just laughing with us talking about that. About the, about the, the, the deer meat thing. Yes. Why? Why? Why would she it find that humorous? It was pretty funny last week. Listen, Carlos, I'm not eating that. There's no way I didn't agree to it. And then he ate it. <laughs> and then he ate it. <laughs> yeah, so it was fine. Yeah. No, I had lots of relatives up in the uh, northeastern part of the United States, too, uh, that uh, were listening to the show down line and thought it was quite humorous because uh, a few of them texted me and said that their nieces and nephews uh, pretty much did the same thing when it, when the jars used to come out. As a matter of fact, that day... Um, uh, I showed it to my children, of course, and uh, my son was, he was like, dude, I'll try it. But, you know, he got in there, got a nice big fork full and stuck it in his mouth. It was fine. And my daughter, of course, she was like, Dad, I am not eating that. And I said, why not? Give it a shot. It's good. Look, B's eating it. It's all good. And she's like, it looks like diarrhea, Dad. There's no way I'm eating that. <laughs> and I went, Wow, that is like the perfect that is like the perfect description of what it looks like. You're absolutely right and I don't blame you. But then I put it in the refrigerator and of course it all settled back down the way it's supposed to to be before Bill George vigorously shook it up <laughs> and made it look like something that's flowing through the storm drains of Rick Christman's uh, sewer system into Tampa Bay. Into Tampa Bay. <laughs> <clears throat> now that it's actually there's there was meat on the bottom and and uh, you know the little nutrients the the 
the somewhat clearer liquid on the top. And uh, I did. I made a nice little pot of spaghetti sauce with it. Me and B enjoyed the crap out of it. Reading it, she didn't want any part of it. She was like, no, no, I'm not going to eat it. It's kind of like what 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 uh, Steve said about alligator. Yeah, he said I used to eat it until I cleaned one, and then once I got the smell in my head, I just I can't eat it anymore. And I was hey. like, how would you do that, man? If if that were the case, I'd never eat another piece of a swamp rabbit or rabbit ever again. Some of those swamp rabbits we used to get here along Gandy Boulevard when we would hunt the, the Gandy Boulevard area. I mean, you cut those things open, it was like, what has died in this thing? I mean, there was some pretty rank stuff in there, man. But it's not just the raccoons getting in the garbage. It rinsed off quite nicely and worked extremely well, well on the grill. So what's the big problem? It tasted delicious. Well, and, and <laughs> you're, you're going to turn around and get me in trouble if Why? I don't have that jar to take back up to Pennsylvania. Dude, I have other jars that I can give you as ransom if that's what you need. I mean, seriously, my, my sister... She sends me every year her uh, pickled okra and stuff for Christmas, oh, yeah. and I got all those jars up there. They're, they're, they, so they, that tells me, A, they know his address. They know how to get to the post office. They know how to box it. They know how to mail it. But yet he still does not have Sounds like a, me. He's collecting uh, jars. Yeah, but, but he still doesn't have a can of <laughs> any venison yet. They won't kick you any venison. No, well, that's because my, my, my sister in no, Texas does not can venison. It doesn't get the opportunity that, to that, be canned. Well, but that is also one of the reasons why I did not call in last week because I was sitting there enjoying listening to you guys and obviously Carlos <laughs> uh, with the whole situation. Yes. Yeah, well, I know, you know, I, I noticed that nobody, nobody called the show to either defend it as a great uh, invention or meal did you ever notice that? Did you notice that we didn't yeah. get any calls to go, dude, I eat canned venison all yeah. the time. It's awesome. I love it. I, they uh, took I one to look at the picture and they said, no, I'd rather, I, I'm not going to defend that. I think uh, I think you might be Bring right. It on. When we did the live uh, Facebook feed thing and uh, people actually got to see it close up and in, personal, uh, in person, then, uh, yeah, they were like, uh, that doesn't look anything like my granny's Well, and, whatever. And, and you got to keep in mind, the way that was prepared was cut into very small chunks. About one and, by one cubes. And, and, yeah. and some people cut it in much bigger cubes. And then obviously when you do that, there's going to be less sediment in there because it's less surface area of the meat. But they prepare it so it's ready when you're done. You you can put it immediately into that spaghetti Just go straight sauce. in the pot. And you go can right put to it, it in with some gravy and put it on rice or yeah. noodles. And No, I use everything in the jar. I just poured the whole jar, the, all the juice, everything in there. I, I just put it in there with the uh, tomato sauce and did all the other stuff and added all my special magic, and then it was it was awesome. It was fine. Yeah. We ate it up good. It lasted a day. That was all she wrote. Well, Fed the two of us. You, we walked away Like y'all were saying last week on the show, the – we had there's certain things everybody uses the term pickling. You well, that, know, that's the thing. And like I've had people that take and they make the pork sausages and stuff like that, and they'll pickle them. Well, of course you hear pickles. I don't like pickles, but of course pickling is with vinegar and everything else. Well, it's like you said. I tried it, and I love it that way. It was with certain things. Well, that was that was my impression because, as I pointed out, that started this whole debate thing about the uh, all my all my relatives, anything that went into a mason jar, 
that was sealed up was a vegetable of some sort or a fruit of some sort, but never any meat product. So when you sit there and you say that, you know, my sisters didn't send me any meat, that's because they didn't, they didn't pickle meat. They do okra, tomatoes, onions, uh, make relish, uh, you know, but jars, that the jellies. His, his auntie didn't send them any. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to get here before Christmas. Let's talk to Uncle Bill. Is this Uncle Bill here on the phone? Bill. Oh, Billy, Billy. What are you doing, Good Billy? Good morning. What's going on in your life, man? Well, I was uh, calling real quick. I know you're almost in the time, but what? last Saturday, my son and I left late and uh, to go to Ocala to Marion County to check on the lease. That's another story. But we were listening to you, and you were talking about one uh, store ordered a bunch of ammo, and it was gone in 30 minutes. That's right, 80,000 rounds. So... We get to Ocala, check on the lease that my son and a couple other guys are into that work with the sheriff's department. The landowner decided to bring a timber people in and clear cut. They said they were going to thin it. Well, they ended up clear cutting the whole thing. Wow. And that's where I saw the bear at. Mm. Huh. But we decided, my son and I, he says, well, let's go over to rural king it's an outdoor store there in ocala mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we go in and go towards the uh, gun area and there's all kind of people just standing around in a line i go oh lord <laughs> and all of a sudden here comes a uh, guy that works there with a huge cart of ammo <laughs> and they were like a bunch of vultures. <laughs> he could not get them, get them on the shelf. They just. And one man looked at my son. He says, "Do you need a case of five, five, six? Uh, well, you only allowed four boxes. So he got four boxes. But then, you know, after seeing that, they cleared that out quick. Sure. So I called this past Monday. Uh, Midway USA and uh, Hornady Ammo, like I want a Hornady Superformance and the 270, and then Hornady Lever Action. Revolution? Lever Revolution. Yeah. And Hornady, uh, Midway USA is out of them. Yeah, they're completely out. It's hard to find. Uh, uh, looking for ammo yesterday, I was on the computer uh, with about four or five different distributors. Uh, if you want anything to go kill African animal, uh, there's plenty of it. If you need uh, listen, if it can kill lot, an African animal, it can kill a rabbit. But the problem <laughs> is, is that you don't you don't have the rifle for it. I don't know too many people have the 500 nitro or uh, 375 H and H or any of these other ones. Uh, exactly. 416 Rigby. I mean, uh, these all these big They can kill a rabbit, but you better make sure you shoot him in the head or at least the come nose. close. Well, <laughs> well I, called, I called Hornady Manufacturing myself. And what'd they say? I'm curious. And they're saying they don't know when they're going to get caught up because yeah. it started back in March. That's right. During the first toilet paper pandemic shortage. Yeah. And they, and they gave me... He, and I told him what I was looking for, and I said, do you sell to private individual? He says, no, just stores. You know, and what, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And they gave me uh, 
They recommended, he says, you can try, because since Midway's out, try graftandsons.com. Okay. And? And I haven't tried them, but. What the? <laughs> Why wouldn't you try it? As I was on the phone with him, I'd be looking at the website and seeing what you could find. Yeah. I mean, if you got a spot, uh, you you know, I I tell people all the time, keep if, it close to the vest. I mean, uh, we're we're you know we're a gun shop too, and we have uh, you know we like to keep our customers happy and exactly. But, but the problem is, is that if I can't provide it for you, why should I be the one that that's that discourages you? I, I tell yeah. people all the time, you know, I I can't be mad at our distributors because they did their job. They distributed. Everything they had in their warehouses. So what's out there is out there. So if you and can then, find if you can find a Marlin Lever Action Thirty Thirty in in uh, Broke Toe, uh, Utah, at Jimmy Jobs uh, Gun Shop, then buy it and have it shipped to your local gun shop and get it done. I mean, if you can find exactly. it, buy it. I mean, you can't you can't hem and haw and think that your local gun shop or be mad at them because they can't get it for you. Well, well I'm I'm not mad because we can't get them. You know. Yeah. And you can't, you know, and I, I did tell the gal at Hornady, I said, there's two of us that'd like to see you, see you bring back the Hornady Light Magnum in 270. But yes. She says, well, you're holding your breath on that one. Well, how long do we have to hold our breath for? That's That'd be my next question. <laughs> well, all I, all I know is I, there's people I know that are now talking about getting into reloading because good of luck. the fact that you yeah. can't get this Good stuff. luck finding that. I was talking to a guy yesterday. He said, I used to be able to go buy primers, uh, large rice, uh, pistol primers. They're, I've seen them where they're selling those things for almost two bucks a piece. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, a buddy of mine, Drew, uh, he found he had a thirty thirty, got rid of it years ago, and he had like uh, 20 boxes of thirty thirty. And he asked a buddy, you know, he said, hey, do you want any of this? Do you want to buy it? And he goes, no, I don't really need it. He says, put it up on Gunbroker, man. See what you can do on Gunbroker. He was putting it up there in two box sets. And in Gunbroker, you bid. You know, you bid on it. Yeah. $99.99 for two boxes of ammo. He sold all 10 of them. I'm going to let you all go, and you all have a great Thanksgiving. You too, sir. Thank you, Bill. Have fun. Get out there and go get in the woods. Go do something this Thanksgiving. Have fun, everybody. Bill George. If you want to hunt turkeys, better get your turkey hunt apps in because the end of the month is it. Oh, gosh. Then it's a butterball for you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. See you Saturday. Bye.